0: It's the dream team for GBM Breakfast, McCoy and Gallagher, behind a cheap-looking desk. It's melamine or cardboard or something. Very austere-looking desk with a guest talking about Lionel Messi on the move. As they say, Messi on the move. as Perched on one of those very cheap-looking plastic guest chairs. Um, it doesn't look good. It looks really... It looks really cheap, I'm afraid, Andy. Blimey, you need to come back and there's a firm hand on the tiller. Oh, and there's uh, there, uh, Lionel Messi, who's been with the club since he was 20 years old. At his press conference, was crying and quite and you know I can understand why. You know he's been there so many years. Cut back to to Simon McCoy, who's dabbing his eyes with a handkerchief. You know, there's no empathy for this gentleman who doesn't understand football at all. At least take some blinkers off, dear. Terrible, really. Shocking. That's because he wants to create an effect. The effect he creates, of course, is some kind of sourpuss. Oh, well. We talk about the sport, it's just pictures. Uh, There's no moving pictures at all. (laughs) Afterwards, Kirsty Gallagher says, Thanks for joining us, Mike. Great! (laughs) As if there's a faint hope that by saying great, it will be. It won't. We've got a new section to the point, and it's got like a sort of funky 1980s bang, bang, bang! It's Simon McCoy doing his sourpuss to the point job. He's some um, he's bending over the um the table. He's he's now found a found a way to do it. One hand on the table, one elbow on the table. That's how he's done it. Like at the like at the, at the dispatch box. You know, for prime minister's questions, PMQs. But when he's finished his piece, he's he's back to fiddling with his mouse. <laughs> Most restrictions have been scrapped, actually," says McCoy. "Okay," says Kirsty. "I think we can get up to Scotland." <laughs> oh dear, it's not working well at all. Let's go to no, let's go to Andrew Berry, who's a Scottish MEP," says McCoy. But he's so pleased he signed up for this shower. Oh, the person they're talking about in Scotland's freedom days Andrew Bowie he's not a, a um, he's not a Scottish Nationalist Party MP guess which party he's from I'll give you a couple of a couple of seconds ding 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 yes he's a Tory of course he is they wouldn't have the SMP on here would they particularly not with Neil Oliver talking about how he doesn't want um, he wants to continue as we are status quo, his favourite band it seems and his favourite words so of course they're going to have a Tory <laughs> Andrew's telling us how awful the uh, the work that the SNP has done with regards to the lockdown and everything else is and how confusing it is unfortunately that's not what the uh, the people in Scotland seem to think the SNP are doing rather well there. Might be uh, might be good to consider that. When you desperately try to find something to to cavil against, Mr Bowie. Simon McCoy then tells us that this is sometimes light at the end of the tunnel, which he said is a, their freedom day, is often a train coming the other way. Ha ha ha, as if we've never heard that before. Because... Scotland minister telling us to, uh, we've still got the virus and we should we should be cautious. Not quite sure whether he means that's absolutely right or whether he means how dare they have a freedom day when the virus is still about. Can't quite hear what he's, can't quite understand what, what tone he's taking there. Except of a, an austere Victorian father of course, which is his default position it seems. Well they've, uh, they've got no uh, breakfast person, uh, no br- breakfast weather person. So, uh, there's nowhere the man. Hallelujah, there's nowhere the man on Breakfast GBN. So, uh, I, I thought we we got over this problem, but obviously not. Uh, Kirsty's doing the weather, and uh, apparently uh, she's laughing because Simon McCoy's doing all of the hand signals. We don't really see him doing that, so it, it doesn't really translate. But, um, I suppose it's there to make us think we're having a jolly good time. Yeah. They've packed Rosie right off to Scotland today, she did not get about doesn't she? In London late last week, now get up to Scotland girl, because they, they've got to have their freedom day. Yes, yeah, so she's in Edinburgh today, oh well travelled. They talk about Paris and the restrictions there, and now to Bradley, who's not up the Eiffel Tower, he's in Macclesfield. Ah, it's a good segue, really good. You know, he says, I wish I was up the Eiffel Tower. They are, they both laugh like drains. What's wrong with Macclesfield, eh, GBN? You're not Macclesfield haters, are you? Dear me. He is the North West of England reporter, Bradley Harris. Then you like the North West, Bradley. What's wrong? Apparently, Christine, uh, Christine has just spoken to Bradley. Bradley spoke to Christine as she was on her way to London. Uh, yeah, she's not there though, is she, Bradley? She said it's so difficult to travel at the moment. Where is, where is Christine? Oh, she's gone to London now, has she? Oh, but she spoke to you. I've just had a text from the, uh, the owner of the, uh, the travel agency across the way who's going to be opening today. Did you? <laughs> where is he? <laughs> this is all second-hand nonsense. Bradley says that when he was uh, offered the, uh, or told he was going to be talking about people who are double jabbed getting into France, he pictured himself up the Eiffel Tower, but actually, here I am, with my coat done up, it's a little bit chilly for August, in Macclesfield, on my own. He's always on his own. And that just shows how cheap GBN looks. Bradley... You should have said, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It's great. It's great to be here in the in the northwest. I'm the northwest correspondent. Macclesfield's a wonderful town. I'm sure Paris is lovely too. But I prefer to be in the northwest, because after all, I am the northwest correspondent." What he actually seemed to say was, "I wish I wasn't here in the northwest. Paris is so much better." <laughs> Just looking at the advertisers that uh, the Great British Breakfast has got. Uh, now that um, Sainsbury's there's another one to uh, to pull out Pure Cremation The Postcode Lottery and usually something to do with blinds It's not ideal Andy You want to hit the phones mate Come on Always be closing It's the Great British Breakfast Club As Kirsty says You don't want to miss that Well I'm not sure really this is the gentleman from Birmingham having a chat, and then there'll be a woman from London telling us as well. Have your say on the day's news. This is Jason. Jason tells us that uh, we'll never be the same again. We won't be uh, going back to, to the office. We're working uh, from home more. Really? Say Kirsty and, uh, and Simon McCoy. Do you agree, Boulder from London? Yes, I agree with Jason. Oh, well, we're not having much of a discussion then, are we? You, you really need people with opposing views to have a discussion. Not, I agree with him and I agree with her. We're all all right then. Because <laughs> what that means is that the presenters have to say, well, maybe we don't agree. No, you're wrong, Simon, says Jason from Birmingham. Simon's face a picture. Oh, well, that's me told, he says. Yeah, you see, he's kind of laughing through the anger gutted truth, don't tell me I'm wrong on my own programme. <laughs> Simon McCoy has a go at Jason again, he's a barrister. Um, and uh, he said he could do uh, cases from Zoom, you see, he said, you're wrong, I can do cases from Zoom. So Simon McCoy, do you wear a wig when you when you do your Zoom calls? No, I, I, I concentrate on family law, so I don't need to wear a wig. That's you told again, Simon. You had a go, didn't work out for you. Let it go, mate. There's now a story about uh, a Welsh farming family who have um, have been on their farm for generations, and they're going to, uh, and the uh, legal in general have acquired the land, and acquired planning permission. I presume they've acquired the land, or I mean, I don't know. They've not told us how this really works. They're going to build. uh, They plan to build a business park on here. They go to their Welsh correspondent, who just editorialises and said. You know, I'm looking at their house now. It's an old stone house. Their granddaughter has just, just come out. They're going to have to find a new place to live. All of these, all this, this beautiful landscape is going to be torn up. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but more or less what this was. The, um, all the animals, the danger for the animals. Well, you really need to be a bit more balanced, perhaps. And speaking to uh, local farmer Gethin, um, and before we see Gethin, we see some very sweet pictures of pigs just being born. Piglets they will be. So that's just there just to give us a little bit of, uh, of, of something as well. So it's real editorialising. They read out a statement from Legal and General. The Legal and General apparently were invited to come and have sent their, their statement, which has been read out on air. Most governments say they can't comment. But, but it's all right because she'll be talking to a farmer again later on. Well, it's obviously a very uh, emotive subject, and I, I can understand that there are people in the community that aren't very happy with um, with the situation, and it needs to be handled with real care. I don't know how whether the property is going to be compulsorily purchased. I don't know whether the land has been purchased, but. Um, is it their land? Was it their land? It must have been their land. How has this happened? We're not told. And that's real editorialising. All the animals will die. All this will be, will be torn up. It, it really is a bit... It's a little dangerous to talk in that way. It needs to be handled with some real finesse. Both the actual situation regarding the building and the reporting on it. Doesn't it, GBN? Well, maybe not for them. Ah, the music, ding ding ding, bow bow bow, and that and that to the point thing that came in uh, at breakfast and I thought was a new segment wasn't. It was for this new program that's come on with Mercy Maroki, and uh, this new bloke that. Um, Christies, Patrick Christies, who's come from the radio. So, when it was shown in uh, GB News earlier on the breakfast programme, it was just a mistake. Yeah, imagine that, GBN making a technical mistake. Patrick Christies is doing a, a piece to camera, and he sounds like a mini Nigel Farage. We were locked up, and we were locked down because to help the NHS. And people will be thinking, while he's doing that, the screen behind him with the blues and the whites, isn't half strobing. He looks like he's dropped in. He's come from radio, he's trying to do a sort of, I'm a very opinionated person, and he does sound like a, a little Nigel Farage gentleman, and um, maybe Guido Forks, who alleged that Nigel Farage had got 145,000 viewers for his recent programme without providing any evidence, uh, maybe he'll, he'll say that this Patrick Christie's bloke at this programme has got a billion, squillion, zillion viewers. Maybe you will, eh, Guido? Patrick's quite animated, I think he thinks I'm on television, so I should do something with my hands. So while Mercy Merrick is speaking, he's nodding. Mm, 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 and, you know, I really... Mm, yes, and then he's... He's doing a sort of shrugging thing. Ah, oh, yeah, you know, he's... <laughs> looking at the camera, looking at her, he's very busy. You want to be careful what you get a crick in your neck doing that. Ooh, first guest talking about Patrick Christie's in your earlier polemic. <laughs> Who is this guest? I like the cut of his jib. Patrick Christie looks like a—he looks like a crestfallen schoolboy, uh, being upbraided by the head teacher. <laughs> Troy Lilly, who's a former NHS trust chairman, he's—he's uh, he's no nonsense, isn't he? He's in full flow. Patrick—he's Pat, in full flow. Patrick Christie's, not being funny, but uh, stop, 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 says the NHS trust man. He's making the new star signing look ridiculous. <laughs> Torrid time, Patrick. This is TV for you, mate. Oh, there he's, he's he's trying to put his point over. The NHS bloke won't be listening. You don't want me on your programme then, do you? <laughs> it's great. Christie's looks really as if he's trying to make an impact. And he has done. A wrong one. Lily <laughs> says, oh, either you want me to to, to come up, or you want, me to, to, you want to shout at me. You're talking rubbish. Christy starts to, oh, no. he's laughing. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm outraged. It's fantastic. He's taken him on, and it's not worked. That's your first day in the office, Patrick. It's not been very good for you, mate. Ooh, Mr. Lily mentioned Saints, Please don't mention that. It's a touchy point on GBN. Whatever you've read in the marginal press or picked up on Twitter is not right," says Mr. Lilly. <laughs> He's saying that both you can have both a face-to-face and um, and a virtual consultation with your GP. Both are available. Both are funded, and that is the case because that's happened with my mum uh, over the past. Uh, a few weeks happened from, with, with me virtually or by phone it's happened with her face to face and people came to her flat as well. So you know, whatever they have read on the Marshall Press or Twitter, <laughs> it's so funny this. And that Christie's, that Christie's looks as if he's completely lost he's having a terrible time. Thank you very much, Roy. My uh, 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 robust debate. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> Says Patrick. He's really. Uh, he just gets in one final shot because you know that's the kind of playground thing you can do when you when you've when you've been handed your when your ass has been handed to you. That's what you do. I, it's, it's, I, I'm just a bit worried that, uh, that people uh, who, who, are, who are not so well off might suffer. Anyway, good robust debate. Goodbye. <laughs> Ah, he now looks like a sullen schoolboy. He looks like someone who's <laughs> been told to to, uh, to put that cigarette out. <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> oh, Patrick, you need to have a look at it, mate. It's not been good for you. Oh, he's, he's taking a big sigh. <laughs> As if to say, oh, dear, this is not great, is it? <laughs> Ah, here we go, there's Mercy Marocchi, those people who can afford it should go private, we should be encouraging them to, because it's just going to cost us more in tax. Ah, that's what you wanted to do. <laughs> Didn't take long, did it? Patrick's a bit quiet. Well, breakfast had a load wrong with it for GBN today. As usual, the uh, the McCoy and, and Gallagher thing doesn't work, they don't really link, although they're trying, and the... Um, the, the desk really hampers them, it really does, but nothing was as funny as Patrick Christie's trying desperately to make an impact and be, being metaphorically slapped down by someone who knew more than he did and made him look really foolish. Oh dear Patrick, I <laughs> wonder if the GBN News are getting buyer's remorse, ta ta.